Hey everybody, welcome to another Friday Night Flashback. Friday night, we're going to flashback. Flash it on back. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but first, hey, look, we what? need to do some more segments. What? Another segment? We're going to do another segment. Right? Ooh, and we got to bring nice, them back, dude. Nice summer night. I feel like a segment. A segment. <laughs> Segmented. I don't know. Um, We're going to do, we haven't done this in a while. Uh-oh. We'll do a rapid fire rewind. Whoa! <laughs> Like your phone. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, rewinding. <laughs> rewinding. What's the topic going to be? Is um, it going to be for me? This could be for you. I've oh, got five questions. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to put a, well, I'll have you put a timer on. All um, right. So, Rapid Fire Rewind, for those who are unfamiliar since we hadn't done this in like a year, yeah. um, <laughs> Eric is going to ask me five questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rapid consisting Fire. of mainly pop culture questions. Yeah, this I will believe. be pop culture. General and pop culture. The today. goal is for me to answer these questions in one minute or less. Yes, um, I can pass. We can come back to it. But if I don't do it in a minute, I will be executed. You'll be uh, killed on the spot. So, all right, you ready? On your mark. Do it like Mark Summers and Double Dare. You on your mark. Me? Get set. Go! All right. What modern day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? <laughs> a watch? Uh, nope. What modern... Skip. Okay. What former Nickelodeon star is also the longest-running member of the Saturday Night Live cast? Oh, Kenan Thompson. Yep. Ding, ding. Which member of the Spice Girls abruptly left the group in 1998? Oh, that'd be... uh, uh, Was it Baby? No. Was it... Okay, Posh. One more. One more. Come on. Scary. Oh, dang, man. (laughs) Ginger. Ginger. Okay, God. I missed that one. All right, who is Justin Bieber's famous father-in-law? What? Yeah. I didn't know this one, so this is unfair. Oh, Alec Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, okay. I've already failed this entire thing. All right, no, no, no. One more, one more. All right. Which Jersey Shore star served eight months in prison for tax evasion? J-Wow. Nope. <laughs> Good. Uh, Good guess. One minute. All right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. J-Wow. Oh, I failed this one. Listen, J-Wow. Okay, no, wait. Let's go. J-Wow is a saint. What? <laughs> That's the only one I thought of. Yeah. Let's go back to the uh, the one, the Game of Thrones one. All right. What, what, was it a vehicle? No, it was a Starbucks cup. Wow. I didn't know that. I, oh, maybe I did. It was uh, Daenerys, I believe, had it. Oh, really? They left it in there and sat in? Queen of Dragons. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's a prequel coming out soon. Yeah, I did. HBO. I've already watched it. That's impossible. Uh, shut up. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So I did not pass. That you got one. the SNL one. I thought you would get the Spice Girls one because it was Ginger. I was going to say Ginger, ginger but I, should have channeled that. I was more of a baby spice. You like the baby spice? Yeah. I like Posh, man. <laughs> yeah, I like Posh oh, too. Posh was hot. You know, her name was Posh because she was she was Posh. She was Posh, which in uh, the UK means that's uh, in England. Fancy, I guess. That's in England. <laughs> the UK is in England. Yes. Yeah, it's in England. <laughs> it's inside it. Uh, yeah, J- Justin Bieber's famous father-in-law was a bald one. I'll give you a half a point for that. I honestly didn't know it was Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, Stephen Baldwin. And then J- the Jersey Shore actor that served eight months in prison for tax evasion, Mike the Situation Sarantino. He was in the situation, man. He was in the situation. Gosh. Woo! I am just ashamed I didn't know that. That's a fail. I'm going to say it's a failure. Well, look, 
the topic today. Yep. What are we doing? This nice dusk summer evening. Mm. Love this time of year. You hear the the frogs and the cicadas outside? Cicadas. Yeah. 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 It's a good sound. God, they're so loud. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, on this Friday night flashback, we are going to talk about things that we don't know how we survived without. Yes. And by we, I mean... It could be anybody, not just us, not just us society as yes. a whole. Everyone, everyone can be included in this. This is uh, the great thing about this one is like we all are a part of this. And they could also be things that maybe had just come around, like started existing. Yes. But weren't exactly like, you know, everyone was using it. Right. You know, right so right. how did how did we survive without insert here yes and that's what we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna touch on this subject yes another friday night flashback and this will be a good flashback episode to talk about things don't know how we did it how do we survive without it all right i'm gonna let you go first on this one so what is the very first thing that you're like how did i survive without that how did i and i'm gonna we survive how did we survive society survive insert garbage disposals now the reason i say this is because i have lived without a garbage disposal before and live yeah. with one. So I could see how people survived without it. I mean, you know I, how they survived without it? They had a dog. They had a dog. Exactly. <laughs> well, or you had a pig under your sink, like in the French, in the Flintstones. Oh, I want one of those so bad, <laughs> which I guess is technically a garbage disposal because you just, you the dispose pig just of it. ate all day. It just ate it. Yeah. Oh, that pig was so happy, dude. Gosh, there was a bird that did something too. I don't remember. Oh, wasn't it in the fridge or something? Yeah, in the sink or the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, so I know this is kind of this is a good lead off because it's it's pretty short. Um, when when I grew up, we had garbage disposals, so I was used to it. I was used to having like you know, if you had a little bit of stuff on your plate, you just rinse it out. Not like a whole turkey. Okay, let's not get crazy. There's so many rules with garbage disposals. Yeah. Though. I never know what I'm putting down. I didn't know you couldn't pour grease down there until I was about 28 years old. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It got bad. That caused some issues. (laughs) So, um, or mustard, but we've already talked about that. Or rice. Oh. Now, uh, wait a minute. You can put mustard down the garbage disposal, just Just not not mixed with (laughs) everything that we put down the garbage disposal. If you want to know what we're talking about, check out an earlier episode of the show (laughs) in a home improvement disaster segment. Don't ask me what episode. <laughs> I don't know which episode. I don't know. Maybe we can reference this later. Yes. Um, but I have I've lived with it when I grew up, and then on my own. Of course, I don't have as much money, so sometimes I didn't have a garbage disposal, and it was a freaking nightmare because now Why? I have this disgusting uh, tray thing. That you oh, the tray! Oh. So it catches all the disgusting stuff. I can't touch and it. And it cakes up in there. And dude, yeah, sometimes oh. you just gotta you gotta you gotta go in there. Okay, here's the bare worst, knuckle. Here's the worst thing about that little tray thing. It's when you put it in the stopper <laughs> and it the water starts rising. Yes. Then you have to get your hand in there. Go and, blind. You gotta go blind in there, dude. Oh, <laughs> it's sludge. It's all sludgy and just. Dude, like my arms like tightening up. <laughs> you're, you're clenching. But I have a stroke. I think. Um, I don't know what a garbage disposal costs. Do you know what it costs? I don't even know. Uh, I mean, you can get one for like one fifty. Yeah, I would pay seven hundred dollars <laughs> if it meant 
If it meant the difference between, like, hey, Eric, you can either live without a garbage disposal or buy one for 950 bucks, I'm going to have to buy it. Yeah, but I just, I just wish you could put anything you wanted down well, it. Well, that's true. Like anything. Bones. <laughs> Human bones. Anything. A hip bone from a cow. Yes. Yeah. All There's right. so many rules. Yeah, there I are think rules. I've talked about the garbage disposal disaster before. Yes, yes. Where my wife put an entire turkey. Like a rotisserie chicken or something. It was like a turkey dinner and <laughs> six pounds of rice. <laughs> oh, no. And I had to go down there and I tried to fix it and I loosened up the pipe too much and there was all that pressure. <gasps> and I got blasted in the face <laughs> with old water rice. <laughs> Or rice water, I should say. Oh, it's old rice water. And while Mixed I was chicken or turkey bits, dude. While oh. I was doing this, she ran the washing machine, and it backed up the washing machine. Oh my! Did you get rice in the washing machine? I don't know. Oh, but it backed up the washing machine, like the, the drain pipe. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Thank God my son was there to lower my blood pressure a little bit because. Anyway, thank God for Harrison. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, garbage disposals. I mean, I know how we lived with it before, survived without right. it. Why would you want to? But why would you want to, dude? That's just a great, great modern convenience. Uh, get it a garbage disposal. If you don't have one, get one. And just don't put it and read and read the, re- the and read the the manual of yeah. seven hundred pages of what not to put down it. That's worth a read. That's, that's worth a read. Don't put bacon grease down there. Let You're not it supposed to put eggshells. You're not supposed yeah. to put. Eggshells. I mean, you know, I have a um, in my house now. I have a vacuum, uh, not powered, but it's got a little vacuum to it, so it sucks stuff down there and then grinds it all up. It's pretty cool. One up, Willis. Yeah, I swear. That's right. I just have a regular one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's electric. <laughs> it isn't. Oh. What, which which isn't electric. It's gas powered. I don't know what it's powered with. <laughs> it could be powered by. It's powered. It, Elon <laughs> Musk himself is down there just doing something with it. I don't it's know. A rechargeable thing yeah. or something. So yeah, there you go. Garbage disposals. Garbage disposals. Pretty cool. How do we survive? <laughs> How do we survive without it? My first pick okay. on things I don't know how society survived without. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eric. Uh, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Booking hotels online. Dude. Now, let's talk about this. Let's I, talk about I know it. you called a hotel and booked it. I get that. Yeah. How did you know what you were getting? Yeah. If, oh, yeah. If I was going to <laughs> Good Tuscaloosa, why the heck would you go there? But yeah, all right. And I needed a hotel. You've never it was, been there before. And it was 1962. Yeah. Or 1982, 1985, 1990. 1990, yeah. 1995. Yeah. 96, 97, 98. Probably I remember being like, in high school, my parents calling a 1-800 number to book a hotel. Probably not until like 2000 yeah. that they, they existed. Yeah. First of all, how would you know the condition of the place? How would you know anything about ratings of the place? Yeah. How would you know the location it was in? Right. I don't know. You could tell me anything. It could be in the, literally, the center of a crack house. Yeah. It could be surrounded by crack houses, like an and actual circle of crack not? houses. How do I know? Like, you can't see pictures of it. I don't know what the bad side of town is in some random town. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you're going to some town you've never been to. Like, how do you know? Like, do you have a friend that tells you? Like, you get... I don't have a friend uh, in every state. Yeah. 
I don't have friend in this state. So, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> what no. do you? What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, I just, I just don't know. It seemed like such a crapshoot. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a. It would be a gamble for so, sure. So somebody tell me because you know we have a lot of old listeners on this show. We do. We appeal to um, the sixty to eighty-five demographic. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, how about that Lawrence Walk, guys? Um, how did you do it back then? Like, was there was there a hotel magazine? Oh, okay. Was there some yeah. kind of publication that if you traveled a lot, you subscribed to? Well, they didn't. They have they had like travel guide books, right? Did was, did you use that? Did you have to go buy? <laughs> A travel guide. I wonder if that's what you would find in a Tulsa, travel guide. Oklahoma. But is there like a big travel guide of every state with every hotel yeah. that's released on a yearly basis where they rate the hotels? Right. Because I'm picky I, about hotels, man. Like, I, oh yeah, me too. Growing up, I wasn't as bad, but once I got, you know, I was able to book my own hotel. Yeah, I want I want a minimum four star hotel. Yeah, four point five reviews. <laughs> Yeah, because sure. I don't know who's been in these places, man. Yeah, some are nasty, dude. We've, I've, I mean, even booking online, like back in the day, like I remember um, when we first got married, Rebecca and I, we went to probably I think it was Houston, and we booked like Comfort Inn or something, and we thought, oh, that's a, you know, this would be good, and it, we booked it online and everything because the pictures look great. We got to yeah. that place, man, and it was. Ugh. Go to the reviews and go to the newest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because a lot, of, a lot of the things, a lot of these reviews are so petty anyway, they'll point out anything. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, you can drive yourself crazy watching, looking at those. Fiber on my carpet was... <laughs> but yeah, like, so did you get? Did you go to the Yellow Pages? But you don't have the they Yellow Pages have, for, you they know... They have ratings. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Well, you it's like, have... call them and say, how's your hotel? Yeah. Be <laughs> honest. <laughs> so, uh, seriously, how's that bed situation? How do you... <laughs> Oh, that's the most awesome thing ever. How's that bed situation? How often do you wash your sheets? How firm is your mattress? The only people I can think of that knew everything about hotels were like sports teams. Not oh. even not even really sports teams necessarily because they only went to certain states. Right. But you know who knew everything about hotels back in the day? Who's that? Professional wrestlers. Oh, that's true. Their life was the road to go into every city in America. They were in 300 cities a year, man. So I guarantee you, you want to know a good hotel back in the day? A friend of professional wrestler. <laughs> Call hey, big up. boss man, where you stay when you're in, you know, <laughs> New boss Jersey? Man, what do you suggest for a nice four star hotel in Cali? <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, bro. If you go to the Days Inn and ask for Alex, <laughs> Days Inn. Now I know you're lying, big boss man. He'll hook you up. <laughs> but that is true. It's so easy now. I mean, gosh, now you get on your your phone and. and Book right. a hotel in, in three minutes. Right. You know, it, it, and see all the reviews, see all the pictures, you know. I can go for a lot of things booking online, but that's one. That's just one I thought of. Yeah. So. That's a good one, man. What is your next one? So my next one is... Uh, oh, I, for, I forgot to say it. How do we survive? <laughs> you got to say it. So my next one is, how do we survive without ATMs and debit cards? Without ATMs, I don't know. Yeah. How so, did you do that? So, uh, How long have ATMs been around, I wonder? They've probably been around since like the 80s, like early 80s, but those are probably in like big cities, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, would, I would say they were probably around <laughs> most places in the 80s. What yeah. do you say? I remember, I can remember when it was 
normal for us to go for my parents to go to an ATM in probably like early to mid nineties, maybe yeah. mid nineties, you know. But I wonder like when they were around. Yeah, like I, I don't know when when they. I would say eighties. Yeah, I would Sometime say probably in the eighties. They were probably they were probably around in the seventies, but seventies was probably big cities. Yeah, that, that would be like big banks and stuff. You probably still had to go in the bank and stuff like that. Like, oh, I would I would never spend money. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if things if, <laughs> if if having money required me to walk inside a bank to get it every time, I would just I'd be dead. Oh, all right. So side note, like. My wife does, like, she would do these apps, like, with gas. Yeah. And she's like, hey, remember to get the receipt, and we can get so much off or whatever. And so I would, you know, hit get receipt. And if it said see attendant, I would Never. Bye. Never. Sorry. And she'd get mad at me. She's like, why didn't you go get it? I was like, I'm not walk. Are you out of your mind? Dude, I get anxious when I go through a toll booth. You think I'm going to walk inside <laughs> a gas station and ask for a receipt? I'm not even anxious. I'm just like, ugh. I'm not I'm just doing like, it. I don't I'm not doing it. I don't want to do that. So I'll, I'll say ATMs first, and then I'll go to debit cards. But ATMs, it's like, all right, so... Okay, you need cash, right? So what do you do? You had to you had to literally write yourself a check, right? You had to write write it to yourself. Oh, I was about to say you have you do have checks. Yeah, you have checks, but you want some cash because maybe you're going somewhere that doesn't take checks. I remember specifically in the Astrodome where the Astros used to play, my dad would always have a ton of cash with him because, you know, they didn't take checks there and there wasn't cards and all that. So how do you first of all, how do you know how much money to get? No, wait a minute, I have a question. Yeah. When did credit cards come around? Oh, credit cards have been around for So I mean, they so they would take the places would take credit cards. Some would, yes. Like like they would big do department stores. They would do that swipe yeah, thing. Yeah, they do the swipe thing. <laughs> like in plain trans automobiles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um You ever seen that movie? Yeah, sure. No. I, I, seriously, I'm so disappointed in you I right know, now. I know, you hate me. Look to your right you and look up. You haven't seen Sandlot, shut up. Look to your right and look up. Yep, that's Steve Martin and uh, John Kennedy's autograph. They're looking at me like They're I'm the worst person, person you right now. Anyways, go ahead. All right, so ATM. So, yeah, you had to write yourself a check, go inside the bank, okay? Oh, and I, go just, up. I, t- I think of Clark Roswald. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. No, that's perfect. That's exactly basically yeah. what it is. Um, and you had to go in there and you had to, you know, Hand them the check that you wrote yourself. This is how much money I want. Uh, I would like this in twenties <laughs> and tens, please. And they would give you your cash. And then, like, what happens if I th- <laughs> what? I just imagine what I would do is I'd be so worried I wouldn't have enough money. I would withdraw my entire account. <laughs> the whole I would balance. Just give me everything. I don't know how much we're gonna spend. Just keep here. ten bucks in there. And give me the rest, and I'll come deposit it later. Nothing's convenient. Yeah, yeah. So like, but that leads to the next question. Like, what happens? Let's say you go to wherever baseball game, and they only take cash, and you got one hundred fifty bucks out, and uh oh, you're out of cash. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do if you're at a restaurant? But yeah, and they don't take credit cards or checks. I, what do you do? You wash dishes like the old. I guess yeah. you do. I, mean, I don't know. What did people do? You know what? You know what you do, and you know what you did. What you do? You budgeted your money correctly. Exactly. But then that's the other things. Like, how do you know how much? So that, like, I would be like you. I'd be going there. I might need a hundred bucks, but oh, give me five hundred bucks. I don't know. Like, okay, let's let's put it to the ultimate situation. Yeah, you're going to Disneyland ten years after. Let's say ten years after it opened, which was 1964, yeah. maybe 65. I think 64, yeah. 65. Going to Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. 
Now I wonder other like if they if they didn't have ATMs if they had like little kiosks you could go to and like they could give you money. So I don't know <laughs> how, well, would, how I, would that work. How did people survive? How did we get to 2022? I don't know. How did we pay for anything? How did people eat? Seriously, like yeah, like go to go to Disneyland and you're out of cash. What happens? You're at the grocery store. You've checked out. All your stuff is ready. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Hang on. I shouldn't have got all that stuff for the uh, Ambrosia. and Ambrosia. Uh, that's a callback to a Frog previous salad. It's a previous episode callback. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, and, and debit cards, same thing. It's like, I, I've been behind somebody in the grocery store recently that wrote a check. And I was, and it was like a, not an old, old person. It was a younger, like a little older than me, maybe. But I'm looking at them with the most disdain. I mean, they might as well have been an SS officer for the Nazis. I mean, I was looking at them with the disdain, the same disdain. I was like, I will never write a check unless I guns to my head. Yeah. I hate them. I had to cut a check the other day, and I forgot how to write them. I was like, uh, let's see. They're the worst. Yeah. I don't like them. You don't know when they're going to cash them. No. Uh, oh, it's... <laughs> I've done that. We used to do, you know, big stuff on our old house. We'd do, I mean, yeah. I've cut a check before for like $4,400. When are you going to cash it's it? Just out in the, it's just out in the ether. For Sorry, $4,400 is going to make it a, an impact. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hey, let, hey, why don't you cash this uh, Can quick? you maybe not sit on that almost $5,000 check for a month? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Uh, <laughs> you idiot. Jeez. So, yeah, uh, ATMs and debit card. This ATMs is, and debit card. So far, this episode stressing me out. No, no, right? <laughs> OCD is off the charts. Oh my All right, goodness! What? How do we survive? How do we survive? All right. Uh, the next one is texting. Boy, I would have no friends. No one knew I existed if we didn't have texting, dude. To an extent. I, I'd call you, but, but see, we have we have lived in the era before this, right? I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But my gosh, imagine having to call somebody for every little thing. For every, but at the same time, back in the day, you didn't really share every little thing. Well, yeah, you let things kind of stew, conglomerate. <laughs> And then you go, hey, these you, things. You let them simmer, and then yeah. you had a thirty-four hour conversation on the phone. I guess you're not you're not saying every, you're not calling for every little text that you say. My gosh, I, I just don't get it. It's like you know, just little things like, hey, uh, pick up some potatoes at the grocery store. I got a call. I hope. I, I mean, well, let's just throw cell phones in there. I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Really. I don't know how people survived without cell phones, dude. <laughs> that's a whole. Other, yeah, I'm I just put that stuck I on really the road in the middle of Arizona, no one around oh. me. What do you do? You die. You're walking, or you die. Show some leg. Yeah. You better better hitchhike for some. You literally have to hope somebody picks you up for. You have yeah. to hitchhike. I don't want to talk on the phone sometimes. Just send me a text. Just text me, bro. It's just made things a lot easier. Yeah, it has. A lot more convenient. I, so, um, this is a little bit morbid, but uh, my wife and I were working on our wheels. This is a couple of years ago. And, <laughs> eh, you died. Um, and so, she said, would you, like, what if something happened to me? Would you would you marry again? I was like, probably not. She's like, why? I was like, yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know where to start these days. Because Grocery store. With, I guess. Church widows <laughs> rich widows yeah um but because back when we dated i had to open my phone right flip it open and 
I'm not texting her. It's 25 cents a text. So I'm actually going to call her at her house where if she's not there, then that's just... Uh, right. So, yeah, like, I, we dated before texting was really widespread. So, like, I don't know what I would do Me and Becky days. did, too. Yeah. It's like... Well, I mean... It, yeah. I don't like when was texting twenty five cents a text? I don't even remember I don't that. Know, it was ten cents, twenty five cents. But it was like that after you used all your your text messages. Nah, that was it. Yeah. Meh. Um, Gosh, I can't even. How do we survive using limited text messages? <laughs> There's a good one. You remember those plans? It was like um, five hundred minutes, anytime minutes, and then free nights and weekends, and then like a thousand texts, thousand texts. Which that's I don't even think it was that many. I do that like in a, an hour. Yeah. It, you know, it's wild. And then if somebody texted you and you opened it, yeah, it somehow still counted. It's like, how is that? I, I didn't know. want this. So that's the thing. How do we survive without cell phones, texting, texting? Yeah. That's a big unlimited one. text. Dude. Yes. How do we survive? How do we survive without it? <laughs> that was kind Australian. of Australian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird. Crocodile hunter. Um, I'm going to kind of branch off of texting and ask, how do we survive without email? And I mean, like, now, do you mean like communicating with like other human beings or just like email as far as like, I mean, with companies and reminders and receipts and I, I mean like that. I mean, like, uh, like doing business. Right. So, for example, oh, man, yeah, like you had to call like you're at a job where you email all the time, right? Like, right. My job, not really so much, but like, what would your job be like in the 90s? Oh, I'd have to call You'd everybody. You'd have to call everyone. And then how do you record these conversations? Like, at least with email, like, everything's on. Then you'd have to remember. Yeah. Or write a note. Ooh, You have to write? That's when sticky notes are at their most popular. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. They must have made a killing back in the day. Dude, I'm telling you. And then, like, what? You got to fax stuff? Do you think the office was real quiet and uneasy when email first hit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We're going to go out of business, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> computers. But, like, email was... We don't think about it a lot, I don't think, because it's... It, I mean, it's been around since, what, early 90s? Yeah. You know? But... Like, having an office job, especially, gosh, like, how many emails do you, like, how many conversations do you save on a monthly basis by using email? Well, email and, like, instant messaging apps, yes. like Microsoft Teams and stuff like that. Right. I mean, jeez, that's so nice to have that. I don't think I've talked to anybody on the phone at work in, like, a year <laughs> and a half. Uh, unless it's, like, a, unless it's a meeting through, like, Skype or something. Yeah, but even then, it's still, like... No one calls me. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that. They get me on Microsoft And then, Teams. like, with school, like, online schooling and, like... Oh, yeah. Sending so, stuff to the whole class and... Yeah. So, like, even with the kids, like, they can... E right now, Luke can get on his phone and email his teacher and say, hey, you know, whatever about this assignment or right. something, 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 whatever. Like, it's so easy... Well, I think it opens up for me more communication just mainly because people aren't as hesitant or anxious about calling somebody and right. asking them a question that's not really like, I don't want to ask them that. You know, yeah. I'll just email them and it's easier to word it a certain way. Right. You can word it the way you want to. Yeah. But yeah. but I look at email too. Like, like like I said at the beginning, like from companies and from like yeah. receipts. Yes. And yes, absolutely. Confirmations. Mm -hmm. Confirmation numbers. All 
gosh, man. I mean, I guess you just got it over the phone and wrote it down back in the day. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. But it's yeah, I don't want to do so much, so much, so many. Why aren't we saving more trees nowadays? I, I know, right? There should be trees everywhere. It should be all of us. Should be forested. We should be in a forest right now. What do we trees for? <laughs> Wood, bees. <laughs> How do we survive? How do we survive without it? Yeah. I'm going to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Okay. <laughs> okay. This next one I had added. Um, I, I think I had taken out one that I had sent to you and added this one. Okay. How did we survive? Now, this is going way back. Okay. Like, we're going back before, like, the 13th century on this one. Oh, jeez. You went prehistoric. How did well. we survive before eyeglasses? <laughs> now, yeah. I thought about this, and I started looking it up, and the answers were pretty funny to me, honestly. <laughs> so, the first eyeglasses that, as far as we know, were invented in the 13th century. Okay. But back wow, then... that's a long time. Well, ago. back then, they were just magnifying glasses you know they that's all yeah. they wore they yeah. weren't like you weren't going to vision for less or anything <laughs> which some of them were from the well, 13th yeah, century i think my goodness yeah. gracious um so basically you're walking around with these massive eyeglasses with magnifying glasses on the end looking like a nut <laughs> Jeez. yeah but it's like what happened to people that even then or before then that had eyes like you and i yeah i mean you just died battle I mean, you just get lanced in the throat. But basically, the thing... Because you can't see far away. The, the thing I read was that historically, people like that were like, they were shunned by others. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just dealt with it and you're often treated like a burden. And usually you were just left to die. Jeez, bro. I was like, holy crap. That's oh, hilarious. No. That's hilarious and sad. If you had bad eyes... I'd be dead. You'd be, you'd be like my eyesight's not. I think I could have gotten away with it. Yours, you are blind, sir. I mean, I don't know how. Yeah, I can see. My eyesight's hard to describe. Yeah, like I can tell that's a TV. Right, right. Can I tell anything details about it? Yeah. No. For a million years, I couldn't tell you what brand it is. Anything. Like I can see this. Like I can read Sony on the bottom. I yeah. can. I can read. Oh, you can read Sony. Yeah, I can read Sony. Well, all right. Gun to my head, couldn't tell you what that said. Right eye can read Sony. Left eye can't. So I have like a really. My left eye is way worse than yeah. my right eye. If it weren't for my left eye, I wouldn't need glasses. It, Anywho, oh, mine are horrible. But anyways, how scary would that be? You're back in the day, living the good life. Yeah. You have a uh, nice. What are people living in the 13th century? Mud house or uh, something. Thatched roof house. 13th century. What was going on then? Plague? Everything <laughs> <laughs> goes every century back then. Uh, yeah. It was, it was every decade back there then. There was a plague. All, yeah. You think COVID was bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Arnold? Oh, yeah. Arnold. A lot of stone buildings, I think, like castles and stuff. So, were that, being so, built. Okay, so that was, was that a knight situation? Yeah, you were like a knights of the round table situation. Uh, okay. Crusades were big back then. I think crusades were big. When I think of crusades, I just think of death. Oh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of dying. Nothing good happened in a crusade, no. especially if you're a person with bad eyesight. Jeez. I think basically they push you to the front line to run at the enemy. Yeah, you would just be like a human shield. Just <laughs> just take an arrow. You're, just take an arrow or two. You're a bit of a buffer in between the armies. <laughs> well, see, but I mean, you help. You see if you out. can wear them out. But I don't know what you would do. You yeah. couldn't really do work. You couldn't hunt. Yeah, certainly couldn't hunt. I guess you'd have to try to do a trade like... 
I don't know, blacksmithing? Would you would you be a good blacksmith? You have no, no fingers. Well, yeah. You'd set yourself on fire. Could you uh farm, I guess? I don't I don't know. That's a that's a tough life though. That's know. a tough life with bad eyesight in the twelfth, thirteenth yeah. so, century. So I, I mean, that's literally how did you survive? Like that survive, is a, a legit, survive. That's the most it. legit one I've heard. Yeah. So eyeglasses, wow. eyeglasses. Uh, the next, my next one is very trivial, but okay. it's uh, well, that's okay. I mean, there's things that we have now that are completely trivial that I'm like, oh, it's yeah. Uh, Boxer briefs. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. I And again, this it's is a, one that I've lived in the time. It's a man topic. It is a man topic. They, they make boxer briefs for women. They're called sliders, I think. Like, do you, they... Really? Yeah, I think so. I think that's, I'm probably wrong. Are they called slide Like the like a slider? Like slides, maybe? Maybe it's not slider, because that's the, that's the slippers. Like the shoes. Uh, maybe slides... Hmm. I'd have to look it up. We'll have to ask a woman. Yeah. Don't no, know I ain't asking a woman nothing. Don't know. I don't have to ask her nothing. That's right. Um, no, boxer briefs, look. All right. I've lived in the time where I struggled, man. I was a little kid wearing tidy whities and it was fine as a little kid, I guess. I didn't really... Has, have those ever been comfortable? I don't think so. They're just like... Especially if you have bigger legs. <laughs> like, I've... Even as a kid, I had, like, bigger thighs, and it just... <laughs> big thigh Willis. Big old thunder thigh Willis That's what they here. used to call him. And um, I don't know. Like, yeah, they were never comfortable. They were always a little constricting. Do you enjoy things digging into your inner thigh? Get yeah. some tidy whitey. We got some tidy whitey. Some briefs, as one might call them. Ooh, briefs. That's the better one. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, when I when I became an, uh, uh, a man, a man, I was like, <laughs> before, I can't have all this before the transition. I don't know. I can't have all this constriction. Constriction. Uh, so I went to boxers, which yeah. is equally, if not worse. Boxers are like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's just a lawless. Nothing there. It's it's look, and I'm not not to get too graphic. There are no rules. It's keep, just keep it PG, Eric. Oh, I'm keeping it PG, but just. Having everything... My mother listens to the show. Just having freedom down there. Freedom. It's not good. Especially <laughs> if you live in Louisiana in the summer. You just not... You can't have. You can't be willy-nilly down there. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a way to put it. That's a way to put it. <laughs> so when Boxer Briefs hit the scene, yeah. I was kind of day one. Like, I was... Me too. I was all about it. Now, they have different kinds of Boxer Briefs. They do, yes. Variety. The... the but then they stop making certain ones and I get mad. <laughs> like <laughs> starter or champion had these great ones. Basically, oh. I like the ones that are like really long, like yeah. come down to like almost like a little bit above your knee. Yeah. Like uh, these are, yeah. Uh, Eric is showing me his right now. They're yeah. black. Wee. Whoa. Who wear short shorts? <laughs> I wear short. Anyway. Um, uh, these are Adidas, by the way. Adidas makes a, a fantastic... I yeah. like these. I've had these for a little while. The ones that stay on your leg, like they don't ride yeah, up. they don't ride up. you got to spend some money on some good boxer briefs. That's money well, well spent. Like, Absolutely. Like, you can spend, like, literally up to, like, $40 per... Oh, yeah. ...on some. I mean, but they're good. Quality. So, 
the good quality. So you ever tried one of those trunk clubs? You know, you know what I'm talking about. So it's like a it's a thing you sign up for, and it's like clothing. But they pick it out. They well, yeah, they pick it out. Like you put your sizes in and stuff, and they like pick out a look for you. No, I got sent. I tried it. I, just I haven't had see. money to burn. I hated it, so <laughs> I did it like once. And they sent some underwear, some boxer briefs, and they were forty five bucks. And I was like, was for one pair. I was like, nah. MeUndies. Me Oh, Norm. Dude. I own like four or five. Do you? They're like 30, 40 bucks a piece. Oh, wow. They're amazing. They're awesome? Yep. MeUndies. MeUndies. <laughs> it's a plug. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Norm. Yeah. Oh, I hope they send us some. Uh, but yeah, but dude, I mean, again, I, I understand how we survived but it was a terrible survival like yeah, it was just I mean, bad and so now I'm, I'm very thankful yeah to be supported <laughs> <laughs> you like, cut that out if you want by boxer briefs boxer briefs how do we survive all right, all right uh, my next one is how did we survive without proper 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 safety measures in theme park rides. Oh, Have you ever looked back at some of these old theme park rides yes. where it was basically suicide the ride? <laughs> you know, I mean, okay. Tetanus the ride. So I picked out three of them, and these are all from like, one's from 1846, one's from 1908, and one's from 1910. Wow. These are when there were no rules where you survived. Yeah, yeah. Barely. And I don't know how. 1846, there was one called the Centrifuge. Centrifuge? Okay. Yeah. Centrifuge Railway. Spinning? Oh, railway. In Manchester, England. Now, it was basically a loop-to-loop. And it had a loop, and you went down a hill, and you did a loop. The problem was that (laughs) the amount of G-forces... Because it was a perfect circle loop. It's like loops nowadays are like an off... It's like like a teardrop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've heard about the... Okay. Back yeah, to yeah. AC-46, they did a perfect circle. And the G-forces were so bad, like, almost everyone would pass out or throw up on it. Like, <laughs> people were just passing out left and right. Is that the one where, like, people were, like, getting their necks broken, too? Or, like, yeah, major whiplash. Yeah. Uh, that oh. was one of the biggest things. But, I mean, you just basically walked to, on top of this hill. They had a little track. <laughs> you walked up there. Hop, hop in... You know this uh, this mine cart basically. Yeah, I'm gonna push you down this hill. You do a loop. <laughs> well, around that same time, oh, they were testing a coaster called the Cannon Coaster. The Cannon Coaster. Okay, the Cannon Coaster, which they tested, they built, but they never opened it because of the insane danger. <laughs> the Cannon Coaster was meant to have cars. Are, it was going to have cars that were meant to jump a gap in the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have the coaster track. It had little had little incline. Oh, no. And you would jump a gap yeah. in the track. Sure. They built it. They tested it. They noped out. They noped out in 1846. In 1846. So you know breathe. that was rough. In 1846, they were shooting people out of cannons. Yeah, they were. No Much nets. less this. Oh. Anyway, I'm glad they didn't go through with that one. I'm glad they, they had some sense. Well, in 1908, they came up with an idea, and they called it the Tickler. Oh, oh the Tickler. <laughs> you want to ride the Tickler to Chester Park, Cincinnati? Oh. Ohio. 
Ohio. The best way I can describe the tickler was that it was like a mix of. <laughs> it almost bad. looked like Plinko. In <laughs> Price is Right. Please tell me it's not a human Plinko. It was like a human Plinko, oh, but it's it's no. it's more. It has more of a slant to it. It's not a straight up and down. Okay. And you got Still, you got in these devices like these these steel carts. <laughs> okay. And they just let you go. And you just boom, 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 ding, boom, ding, boom, ding, boom ding, down ding, the ding. thing. Yeah. It didn't go so Yikes. Well. The tickler. Tickle your fancy. Yeah, take your funny bone. <laughs> Come on down to the tickler. 19 away, just a pot. Break your funny bone. Cincinnati, Ohio. Right yeah. The tickler. Well, the last one I'm going to talk about is 1910. It's in Steeplechase Park, Brooklyn, New York. New York. It's called the Human Pool Table. <laughs> <laughs> the human pool table oh, challenged visitors, uh, visitors to slide from one end of the room to another without getting thrown around by the spinning platforms on the floor. So basically picture this oh. picture, a massive room yeah. with all these like wooden discs um, on the floor. Okay. Yeah. That's the entire floor. These wooden giant wooden discs that are spinning like 20 miles an hour. Okay. You know what you do? You what? jump on it. You jump on them. Jump on it, lay down, and pray. <laughs> that was a human pool table. All right. And it either flung you off like to the side violently, Jeez. or you made it straight across somehow. We could have made a killing back in the day coming up with theme park rides. Oh, yeah. It's just whatever you want to do. I mean, if you're talking about a human pool table? Yeah. Hey, Jeez. jump jump over that fire. <laughs> Exactly. It's, that's the ride. The whole ride is You that. see if you can make it. Good grief. That, I guess, there, I mean, what, is there a governing body now that, like, <laughs> you you submit an idea, they're like, okay, you can't. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's. You, you can't, know. like, those on fire and then oh. put somebody in a fire suit. Yeah, you can't do that. How did we survive without proper safety measures? On the Centrifuge Railway in Manchester, England. The Tickler. Tickler. A chest of pox, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Are they a human pool table? That's Tipo Chase Park, Brooklyn, New York. Oh my gosh. I don't think I don't think I don't think they did survive. Maybe that's that, that, it. That's it. They didn't survive. They didn't survive. So that's yeah. They I mean, died. Sometimes that's how trial and error, man. How did Robert die? On the tickler. On the tickler. <laughs> Oh, that would be a terrible obituary. Yeah, I don't want that on the tickler. He's in the arms of the Lord because he went on the tickler. Went on the tickler. Coochie-coo. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, is this your last this one? This is or? my last okay, pick. Okay, your last one. Uh, I'm going to... And and I think this is, this is more in your wheelhouse than mine, but I don't know how people survived without video game cheats and or hints. <laughs> Meaning, I don't know how people, and I, I mean, survive is such a funny word to use here, but I guess I mean like the ease by which you acquired these hints. So nowadays, you know, you can go on YouTube, you can go on any number of sites, you can just Google, how do I pass such and such level of this game? And you can go in there and it, it'll tell you step by step or give you a video or whatever. And tell you how to get past a certain place but before that i mean what did we use we used 
I don't know, Nintendo Power Magazine was one. That's the thing. That's a, that's a tough one because it's like a lot of, like, when I think of video games, I think of Nintendo, the NES. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, the Atari and television and like stuff before that, but those games all suck. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wasn't born, so who cares? <laughs> so, don't me. Nintendo Power came out in 1988. Yes. Um, uh, the Nintendo Power line came out in 1986. Now, that was just a couple years, I believe, after the NES came out. Yeah, the NES was, I think, 85, uh, right? Yeah, something around there. Um, so you had select games you that you had no help with. Yeah. But um, Nintendo Power um, came out in August 1988. In um, the early issues, I mean, the early issues were mainly, mainly comprised of uh, guides Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. I mean, they they had yeah. they had some other stuff in it. I have a couple of Nintendo powers here with me. Right, I'll right. hand you one. Yes. Um, that's the one. <laughs> Robin Hood Prince of Robin Thieves. Prince of Thieves is on the front of it. Mine oh. is a Super Mario World. Um, and I think like let's let's go to the guide in here. Like this has. Okay, so the oh, yeah. straight up like guide with a map on it. This has Smash TV. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what is a Game Boy game on here? Let's see what this one is. Oh, so I, I just flipped to... It's got Robin Hood Prince of Thieves game. It, it's it's a step-by-step. It's like... Um, it describes it. It says prepare for your journey. It tells you what to expect. And then, like, it shows you the, the menus. And then it'll say, like, in the Arab dungeons, do these things. And then return to Loxley Castle and do this. It's, it's like a step-by-step... Little right. guy. I mean, this one has like Final Fantasy Adventure. Yeah. It has um, it has oh, it has Star Wars on NES. Oh, okay. Um, now some of some are different than others. I mean, some had like really detailed maps, like beginning to end maps. Yeah. Um, but man, some of these more in depth games, especially. I mean, you kind of had to have them. And that's the thing. It's like yeah, these these really like longer. You know, I mean, there weren't. I don't know. There weren't too many games on the NES or even the Super NES that were like super hours long. I guess no. I mean, you, they they were just super hard. Yeah, they were very hard. <laughs> exactly. That was that was the whole thing. And um, I mean, it's it's kind of cool, and it's it's kind of it, it was kind of cool not having it only because like yeah. it created kind of awesome discussions at school. Uh, that's like true. when you did figure something out, yeah, and you were able deal. to share with your friends about it. Um, the one that I could think of that came up immediately when I thought about it was in um, it's in Castlevania Two Simon's Quest, I uh-huh. believe. And there are these things you can get in these games, like these spirit um, things you can get, and you it would transport you like across the map. Oh, basically, yeah. you could get further in the game by doing this. Um, so, anyways, there's this part in Castlevania, and the ways to actually get this is you have to get a red crystal which is fine but you then had to kneel in a specific spot while facing a cliff for like 10 to 15 seconds you really? just had to you just had to kneel and not move yeah yeah and then this tornado would show up and shoot you across the map how would anyone figure that out? that's yeah for sure <laughs> i mean why would you kneel and not move in that type of game anyway yeah and be facing a certain way and have this crystal and have it equipped. yeah so how do you happen upon that that was a Nintendo Power Secret, basically. Yeah. Um, but the power line you could actually call, of course. Yeah, that was a one eight hundred number, right? Or was it a nine hundred? Yeah, nine hundred. You had to pay. Yeah, one nine hundred two eight eight zero seven zero seven. Oh boy, a dollar fifty a minute. Oh my god! Now, when it when the power line started, they didn't charge. It was free. Oh wow! Um, but then it got real popular, so they're like, you know, we can make 
a lot of money on this. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the power line was comprised of people that Nintendo hired in the Nintendo of America headquarters that literally sat there with giant booklets and folders. Yeah. And knew everything about everything what about. What a job, dude. You can actually see a version of this, which is essentially what it was in the movie The Wizard. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, because they call the power line. Yeah. And it's just this dude sitting at this cubicle with all these awesome, like, magazines and guides. Yeah. And Booklets and it stuff. It looks so cool. Oh, I love it. I um I wrote into Nintendo Power, and I still have the letter. Oh. That they sent back to me. I was asking about GoldenEye on the N64. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I asked them, because on the, on the promotional art for GoldenEye, they showed, like, the actual... They showed, like, Sean Connery and Roger Moore as being playable characters in the multiplayer, but then they were taken out at the last second, and I asked why, and they were, like, yeah. licensing issues, blah, blah, blah. And I asked for some tips on WCW versus NWO World Tour on the N64. So anyways, I, I wrote in and they wrote back. And um, I did call in one time, but it wasn't to the power line. It was a Sony tip line. Oh, okay. But now that I think about it, I can't find any record of a Sony video game tip line. Oh, you just called like customer service. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> I called Sony PlayStation customer service, I guess. Yeah. I think. Um, hey, I'm having trouble with... Uh, I was having trouble in Final Fantasy Eight. Yeah, you had a lot of trouble. Or Final Fantasy Seven. Seven, yeah. Because I was out in the field trying to find Sephiroth. <laughs> I mean... Couldn't find him. Where the heck is he? So I called him and they helped me. Oh, cool. So, well, so I guess it was a real, like, helpline. Just I guess. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe just you got lucky with the rep and... <laughs> I just got a big Final Fantasy guy. They just got, you had a Final Fantasy guy. I mean, it was it was eight or seven. It might have been eight. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Well, I can remember, like, in the first Super Mario, you know, the Mario game, where, you know, it's the part where you can, it's in the dungeon level. I think it's uh, World 1, Level 2. And you go, you know, you're going across, and it's a side-scroller. So, if you're used to side-scrolling games, you're used to having kind of a frame, you know, like a frame around your game. But in this one, you could go above the bricks, like, if you get... And then go into that part where you can go to the, the warp zone. Yeah. And so, like, how did you know? Like, I just happened to do it. Right. I don't, or maybe somebody, one of my friends may have told me how to do it. But I didn't, like, you know, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't have a tip about that. Well, there, and, like and a, I mean, the other thing, the guides and the maps were literally, I mean, the word help should be accentuated here. Game Spectre were... Somewhere impossible. Yeah, they were they were very very <laughs> I tough. Mean, I, I will somebody if somebody can play the game Tailspin on the NES Dude. and beat that game in yeah. less than thirty tries. Yeah, I'll give you five hundred dollars. Dude, yes, that was the most brutally hard game ever. Uh, the Lion King yep. on the Super Nintendo was that was brutal. Remember the Top Gun game for NES? You can't land that. I thing. don't think anybody ever beat it. I don't think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Ninja not. Gaiden, impossible. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you put like mission to mission games now versus games then. I think that's, they're easier now. Well, some games are still really hard. Yeah. Certain ones, but they're more forgiving as far as being able to save and. Right, that's true. I mean, you yeah. died in 
whatever. Right. You going back, you're starting that whole game over. <laughs> That's a that was a tough time. And Nintendo is kind of bad about it now as far as being too easy with certain games. Yeah. Like there's a lot of games they have now to where it's basically like You've died a lot. We've noticed you died a lot. You can keep playing normally, or we can give you this super special cheat and help you. You're invisible. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? You yeah. Know? Double so, down a little bit. So, yeah, that's, you know, how do we survive without that? I just don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. So well, what's your last one? My last one is going to be, uh, how did we survive, society survive, without no smoking on airplanes? Dude. <laughs> That's a good one. Here's the thing. I hate flying. Yeah. It's not because I'm scared of flying. I'm not scared of flying at all, actually. It's because I hate the entire process. It's an, or, it's an ordeal. Dude. I hate showing up two hours yeah. beforehand, checking my luggage, sitting and waiting, finally loading, getting on the plane. They go through the whole spiel with the whole safety stuff. You finally take off. You're squished in a plane with yeah. people. It's hot. Everybody's good. Everybody's going to go to the bathroom. On an hour and a half flight. Why? You land. You get off. You get your connecting flight. It, same stuff all over again. It's and just that's like... If, that's if everything goes great. That's oh, if yeah. everything goes perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Then on top of that, they could lose your luggage. You, yeah, you yeah. know, Weather, all this other whatever. crap. Now, imagine all that sitting on an airplane with somebody smoking right beside you. Yeah, I would die. Holy. How does everyone... How did everybody from like the 1940s on not die of cancer immediately? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. it's like... Because that, that used to be a thing, right? Yeah. Did they even have no smoking sections in planes? I mean, Not that it would matter. Yeah, I don't know if the sections happened on planes, but yeah, they they would. I remember being in a plane with the little ashtrays in the in the uh, yeah in the seat uh, the, uh, the armrest. It's crazy. Yeah, that you could smoke in the whole plane, and like, why was that ever a good idea? I don't know. Well, yeah, fire around jet fuel. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I don't really get it. I never got the whole, like, smoking sections in restaurants either. Yeah, it didn't Because I remember one specifically was Cracker Barrel. Yeah. They had a smoking and non-smoking section, which now it's crazy to think about that that was a thing. Yeah. But that, was, that wasn't that long ago. I mean, what, 25 years ago maybe? So we were in... No, like 15? Yeah, yeah. It was probably, like, 18 early 2000s. Like I remember, we went to we were going through Mount Pleasant, Texas, and we stopped at a Chili's. This is when Luke was probably like two, and they still this, allowed smoking. This was in yes, yeah, so it was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and they asked us, oh, "Do you want smoking or not smoking?" And I was stunned. I was like, and even in two thousand nine, I was like, "Huh." I hadn't heard that question in years. Right. Well, at Louisiana point, was pretty quick to implement it. Do what? Louisiana was like one of the first. I yeah, think. it was. It was one of the first to kind of it ban it. But I remember um, uh, there's a local place here called Southfield Grill, and they had a, se- a smoking section, but it was on a whole other side. Is that, of the that one on the right hand side when you? Yeah, walk? I always wondered why it was like that. And it that's, had a whole different like ventilation system. So that's like, what that was. Yeah, that was the smoking section. I did not know that. But now it's just two. Right. You know, sections of the restaurant. Well, I remember like uh, Cracker Barrel had a non-smoking section that was separated by the. You know that um, that guard that wooden garden fence stuff oh, like that, that has those big, like that, yeah, that lattice looking. Yeah, yeah. It's like what's that blocking? That's it's blocking nothing. I'm just trying to enjoy my country fried steak. But my but, country potatoes. Yeah, but being enclosed on an airplane, I, I 
So just add smoking to the nightmare that is flying right now. I'm nauseous the entire time anyway, much less that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Imagine having your kid on there, like, breathing in. Some guy right in front of you just puffing smoke. There, There's a video I saw not long ago, a guy just not thinking. I mean, you can tell because he was horrified. Uh-huh. Lit up on a plane, and somebody videoed it. But he was like super tired and was just like not thinking and sitting uh, on the yeah. plane and just instinct took out a cigarette yeah, a habit, and lit it. Yeah. And then he realized what he did. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, you know, because, no. I mean, they can arrest you for that. Yeah. So Jeez. anyways, those are some things that we don't know how people survived without. How did we survive? <laughs> how are we here now? How do we exist? <laughs> I mean, really? What's the meaning of life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's our next topic. Meaning um, of life. It's going to be our 18-hour spectacular. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to you know, make this a monthly thing, hopefully. Yeah. Can't promise, but... uh are uh, yeah. swear a blood oath. <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> Cut my finger. <laughs> Anyways, guys, have a good one. We'll talk to you later. See you, guys.